Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Warren. So this week on the podcast, we have Paddy Murphy. Paddy is a comedian, he's a sketch artist, he's a YouTuber, and he does loads of things. He's um, just a general entertainer, you know, he's one of them people, you watch him do anything, and uh, it's going to be gas. Um, you'll also maybe know him from the Rory Stories videos, and... Um, He's also uh, a former member of the Facts YouTube channel uh, with myself. Um, and as well as that, you might have seen him on the Irish First Dates um, where he was just the most charming man in the world. Uh, and, and it was really, really lovely to see him there because, as I said, he's just one of them people. Uh, there's something very magnetic about him uh, as a character and I'm sure you're going to hear that over the course of this episode. So if you're listening, Paddy, thanks a million for doing it, my friend. Um, in other news, guys, um, we've got some really exciting uh, episodes coming up with um, lots of different people, with some animators, with some different bits and bobs. Um, and as always, if you have thoughts and guests that you'd like to get in or uh, even better contact uh, let us know because I, I always am interested to hear what you guys think and as always please do spread the word uh, if that looks like a tweet if that looks like um, a Facebook post or if it just looks like telling a mate um, anything at all that you can do is massively appreciated and if you don't feel like that's for you that's totally fine too um, but it does help and um, we would love uh, to have that if at all possible um, so guys look enough rambling from me please enjoy the wonderful Paddy Murphy playing personality bingo with Tom Moore. Paddy Murphy, ready to play personality bingo? Paddy Murphy is ready to play personality bingo, Tom. Sweet. All right. So I'll give a quick explainer of how it all works. So I'm going to put 60 minutes on the clock. I've got 60 balls in here and have 60 questions on the sheet. Um, if all six of the numbers, which uh, I have given you, I should say I've given you five numbers, uh, yeah. but if all six of them do come up, that means uh, that you've won and the tables are turned. But first of all, will you do me a favor and read out the five numbers that I've given you there? Okay. You've given me four. Right. You've given me 24. Yes. You've given me 57. Okay. You've given me 43. Right. And you give me 18. Nice. Okay. Do me a favor. Will you Pick a six number, something between one and sixty that's not already on the sheet. Okay, eh, this shouldn't be hard. I'm gonna think. Let me. Do I have any numbers that mean anything to me? What are you going for? Do I have to tell you? Yeah. Okay, twenty-one. Okay, why? Because I am twenty-one. You're twenty-one. Yeah, when just turned twenty-one when, Mar- in March. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. Did you do a big thing for it? No, I didn't actually at all. I actually just went. I basically me and a couple of mates uh, got a couple of rooms in Coppers. And we went out in town, and so when we were locked in coppers at 5am, we strolled upstairs, and it was grand. Gas. However, I wouldn't, actually, I'm not going to talk shit about coppers. The coppers is great, but, like, as you know, there's a lot of security, like, so if you want to go upstairs, no matter who you are, what you are, who you're with, they'll check who you are, they won't let you up straight away, and they'll cock block you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. So, I I had a little lady with me. Yeah. I was ready to go upstairs and just play Scrabble. Yeah. And... No, wouldn't let me. No. She wasn't on my list. I was like, ah, oh, lads, don't fucking do this to me. Don't do this to me. What's a man to do? Like, me pulling this, like, a lunar eclipse, you know what I mean? It happens once in a blue fucking moon, and so they ruined, they ruined it for me. But sure, look, we'll it try your, again. It was your fucking birthday. I know. And she she, she wanted to go and have play Scrabble. I know. I mean, this sure was look. this should have been a this should have been a, a, a good situation. These men are making problems or they didn't It was problems. the perfect ending to a great night, but sure, look. But like, it's one of them jobs about being a bouncer because like I mean like deep down inside them bouncers must be like oh, if I was in that poor lad's shoes I'd want to kick the head off See, me as well but to be fair I was anno- it was annoying because I got unlucky I got the one f- female bouncer that was on she was also like I think she was Polish so she 
didn't she wasn't in the mood for crack legs and I was probably really drunk so I don't blame her yeah you know but I was fairly annoyed don't lie Okay, okay, well look Sure, look, this happens Th- These things happen Well look, hopefully we can uh, make amends here And hopefully you'll get uh, You'll win personality bingo And that will be a better birthday present I'm going to win personality bingo Right, let's give it a spin Okay, first one out the gate We have number three Do you have it? No, I have four, not three No worries Number three, the question is Tell us uh, about the hardest time you've ever laughed Hardest time I've ever laughed Like the most I've laughed Or the like the most difficult time yeah, I mean, like, a time when you just laughed so hard, like, you were crying, like, it, oh. just really remember it. Actually, it's actually been recent. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, me, I was doing a, I was doing a gig over in London. Uh, it was me, R- uh, my Rory, uh, and his friend, his best friend, Tony, and basically, we were there for 24 hours, and we were to fly home the next day. So, we were in the Gat- Gatwick airport. We actually, our flight wasn't due until 5 o'clock, but yet we went to the airport for 11 o'clock in the morning because we were all really hungover and just wanted to get out of any hustle and bustle. So we sat in the airport and drank pints from 11 till 5, uh, missed our flight, right? And then we went to the desk, um, we just missed our flight and we went to the desk to, to we were all charged through the roof, like, to go to go back to Ireland they had to pay like 160 quid each or something and we were all, I just couldn't stop laughing because I was giddy from the alcohol but I was that giddy and just the scenario was so funny I cried laughing for 20 minutes straight so oh, there you go no. I mean like that like if you were to draw a picture of how you imagine like a Rory Stories gig would go you'd be like you'd be like no that's too on the nose like the lads would never go to the airport like five hours early drink <laughs> pints and still manage to miss their flight yeah well just typical Irish lads just on, on, on the sauce like we just got the pints were so nice we just got so engrossed in the taste of the beautiful Stella Artois in the airport and we we, we have no regrets no regrets but we good enjoy the pints good way to live your life that's it Okay, here we go. Uh, next one at the gate, we have number 31. Do you have Oof, I do not. No worries. Number 31. Uh, the question is, tell us about someone who you greatly admire. Ooh. I'm going to go with Pat Short. Oh, yeah. He is the reason I do any sort of acting and any sort of comedy or whatever if you want, whatever you want to call it. Like, Because I remember um, my all my family and grandparents are from Monaghan. So I used to always visit them when I was a kid, and I used to, obviously it was a real old school Irish Irish grand grandparents house. No, no like internet, none of this shit. Like, so basically I always used to go down and watch cassette tapes or videotapes of Dumbelievables, mm. which is Pat Short and John Kenny. Which, if anyone is not familiar with, it's just basically like the original like Irish comedy sketch show. It's the funniest stuff ever. I used to watch that stuff religiously, and it just I just used to go around family functions like you know, impersonating them. And I remember my uncle used to say, I used to, I went off and started impersonating Pat Short in front of everyone. And my uncle said to my mum, that fella will never have to mix mortar. Meaning like, he'll, I'll never have to work in a building site. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but he means I was destined for stardom. I'm not, I'm not a star or anything like that. But you know what I mean? That sort of, so Pat Short is 100% my inspiration and someone I really look up to and admire like, I fucking love Pat Short as well. Oh, he's a fucking hero. But honestly, you, like, do you know what's amazing about him? Because I've I've seen him do stand up. I've never, I didn't see the Unbelievables because I know they. Well, I think they might have been back working together now. Because there's some falling out or something. They just yeah, they just went their separate. It was it's kind of, they're kind of like uh, Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey and the other fella. <laughs> I forgot I forget his name. Yeah, but like they one was bigger than the other, and one just went further afield. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, no, they were just... i never seen Dumbelievables live. I used to always watch it, but I've seen Pat Short live multiple times, and I've met him and got a picture with him, and that was I was fucking chuffed. Like, was he was he sound? Oh, he was a hero. Such yeah. a hero. I, I watch, That's a great picture of I have. Like, and that's only when I was kind of starting out with the whole making online videos and doing all that stuff. So um, 
I'd love to meet him now and just sit down with him and get pick his brain. You know what I mean? So he's just a he's just a hero, of mine. Like, because what's amazing about Pat Shore, I think, is that like you know, and and I don't know, I don't want this to come across that I'm surprised, but like he is a fucking great actor, like a legit yeah. dramatic actor. Yeah. Like if you've seen him in, I don't know if you've seen Garage. Like, Garage, yeah. Fucking like that. And the flag as well recently. The enough. flag, he was great in that. I mean. Like his performance in Garage, like just I that like just really fucking it's I mean, it's, ama- it's an amazing film, but yeah, the flag, lovely little film. But he's, he's a great actor. He's great. He's just he's, a real. He's a real all rounder. Like he is. He's a singer as well. He has his own songs. Jumbo Breakfast Roll being one. Yeah, it's a comedy song, but it's second deadly. Like because he used to be like, he used to have a lot of weight on him. He's pretty overweight, and then he lost it all, and then he wrote a song about like loving eating breakfast rolls, you know, pudding, bacon, sausage, all this stuff in a row. I know it's brilliant. He's just he's an all rounder and he's just a hero. Like he's a great man to look up to for me. Like great inspiration, you know. And he's been at the pinnacle of Irish comedy and Irish society and just every Irish media for decades. Like and no doubt he will be for the next few as well. Yeah, yeah. His life in the old log. Yes. Yeah, great answer. Love it. Alright, here we go. Next at the gate, we have number nine. Do you have it? No, I want to get one of these. I really do. <laughs> no worries. But number nine question is uh, okay. It's kind of similar, but in your industry, who is a person who you'd love to work with? I mean, Pat well, Shore, Pat Shore, Shore obviously. Obvious one, yeah. But if we're aiming bigger again, um, can they be dead or alive? Uh, go for probably. alive. First. Go for it. Probably alive would probably work better, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can get arrested for for that. Yeah. Oh God. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey. Now, I've taken inspiration of having him as an inspiration from, like, a couple of friends, like like Rory especially, but he's just... Jim Carrey, it really is. If he, like, he wouldn't be my one... I have ones that are, are have passed away that I would have loved to, but Jim Carrey, he's just, he's just a mad, eccentric motherfucker, and he just, you know... His energy you can is infectious. I've never met the man, but you can just see his energy coming through. Like so, Jim Carrey will be one. I love to do. I love to be in a comedy movie with him. Mm. Will Ferrell as well, actually. Will Ferrell would be. I'd love to be in a movie with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Or something. Like that, that sort of movie. Like I wouldn't be the best. I'm not the best actor at all, to be honest with you. But I would. I'd if I'm gonna be in a movie, I it had to be. I'd love to be in a comedic movie like yeah. comedy with Will Ferrell. I think it'd be fucking deadly. And he's just he's just class. Like. And what about like? Working with someone like Rory, like how did that collaboration start? So Rory was um, best friends with my brother growing up. My brother has just gone thirty three, like so. There's a bit of a gap between us. So they were friends when they were kids back in the day, and I was just I always knew him, family friends from when I was growing up. And so a couple of years, four years ago, when he was starting out on this stuff, I sent him a message saying, "Look, I'm an aspiring actor, aspiring entertainer, or whatever you like to call it." So if you ever need a hand, give us a shout. So one day he was making a mo- uh, making a, a sketch and he needed a hand. And here we are four years later. We just fucking kind of just went hell for leather. We used to meet up on Saturdays and film like five, six, seven videos like and just go on a mad one. Like it's a lot harder to make videos now because you've done so many. Like, yeah, and so many other people are making videos. You don't want to cross over with anyone or copy anyone. So, you yeah, know, it's been it's been going well. And hopefully we'll go from strength to strength, you know. How does your brother feel about it all? Oh, yeah, my brother thinks it's cool. Like, it's just, it's funny that there's such a gap between us, and yet he should kind of be the one that's still pally with him, but I'm the one that's kind of now pally with him and working with him and stuff. But yeah, my brother, my brother, like, my brother's a dark horse. He should, my brother should be doing stuff like this, but he's just, like, like a lot of people, because if maybe if he was born my age, he'd have more belief because he'd see it more happening, but, you know, a lot of Irish people are begrudgers. And they they're like oh you're, he's an idiot like so my you know people might be paranoid about what people think of them but my my brother's great I, mean, my bro- I probably take inspiration off my brother like he's he's a mad eccentric fella like myself so 
Yeah, no, he's a mad, he's a mad, mad fucker. Yeah, what about the what about the the nature of like people? Yeah, the nature because you're right. Like Irish people can be oh. begrudges. Do, oh, do you experience it? Um, a little bit. Like I, you get a little bit of hate here and there. Like, but I, I love seeing hate because if people aren't hating on you, like you're worried. Like the fact that people are hating on you and find it want to take time out of their day to say that shit or whatever I'm like oh, well you're just after watching the battle so thank you for the clicks and you know what I mean so yeah you do come across a bit of a grudgery um, maybe I've actually seen a lot of positive though I used to go back to my old schools and stuff a lot of people wishing me well and stuff you know what I mean um, you, you do you do come across a bit of a grudgery for sure like but thankfully I haven't had mad amounts but just Irish people in general that like, can be awful begrudging like they won't they ain't different they're not they're not about they won't they won't uh, they, they can't see the light when it comes to like in, in a new innovative innovative what the hell innovative yeah oh my god innovative it is a hard word what the fuck innovative ah here you know what I mean yeah that's the one but come here like what but what do you think is it about like like so right because before we started, I said it to you. I was like, "You do loads of things. Like, how do you describe yourself?" And you kind yeah. of talked about like comedy, acting, entertaining as an umbrella. And I think that's really good. Yeah. What that's is just it? a basic one? Yeah, it's a basic one. Yeah. And I mean, like, but what is it? Do you think within you or like that's happened in your life that makes you want to do this stuff? I think. Oh, I don't. I think. Well, the, uh, my father died when I was very young. My father died when I was seven. So, I think. There's always been a part of me that wants to make him proud, like, um, and just do, just get his, you know, I don't know. One of my one of my proudest moments today was I obviously I went on first date to Ireland, like, and I actually talked about my father, like, and that was one of my proudest moments, been able to talk about his story, like, to such a, you know, wide audience, especially in this country, like, so. I, I was always a jack the lad in school. I was always a messer. I was always this. I was always that. Um, I was never a, 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 I was never vindictive or vicious. I was just a messer, like causing hassle and annoying teachers. But like, and I'm not thick either. Like I'm, I'm, I have, like, I, I'm, I'm good at. I was good at school. I was de- I, if I applied myself, I was always good, and I got a decent leavings or whatever. But that was never what I wanted to do. I never wanted to be an intellect. I never wanted to sit in college for four years. Which you know you probably should. I know, but I always knew. I want to do this sort of stuff and I was like well look why don't I just do it now I'm, I know I'm only a young lad but fuck it if I can do it now that I'm laughing do you know what I mean and just keep it going like um, like there's people who haven't like I think Jim Carrey had a story before that his father always wanted to do what he'd done but instead he just done the basics of provided for his family and, and ultimately died with regrets so that's why Jim Carrey does it now he does it to live on his father's legacy like I just don't I just don't want to whenever my time comes on this earth I don't want to have any regrets Mm. and I will probably will but I don't want to have any regrets in the big in the main I want to know that I pursued what I wanted to do like um, and I'm going to keep doing it I don't know where it's, where it's going to take me I don't know but we're going to I'm going to fucking keep going tell you that yeah absolutely and what like so when how old were you when your, your dad passed seven seven yeah Fuck. so, that so was, like that how was... much do you remember yeah not a lot and not a lot initially myself but obviously yeah, you have memories and stuff of people telling you but myself no not a lot but that's kind of what drives me. It's sad, but you can't dwell on that forever. Mm. I'm just like, look, it is what it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, whether you know, whatever, whatever way you believe, whatever in heaven or any of that shit. I just, I have a belief that there's something there, looking over me that I can, I can, you know, just echo and broadcast to the world and get it out there, you know, and just 
make him fucking proud or something, you know what I mean? Absolutely, man. No, it was a really gorgeous moment, I thought, in the first date, you know, when, when, because funny, we were talking about the new, the new YouTube channel, because obviously we would have met through the Facts channel, yeah. which has stopped, and now there's a little offshoot of that that's about to launch, probably 30 of April, 30 of April yeah, I believe. Yeah, so this week, I, um, and that myself and yourself are a little part of, um, one of the, my first videos, we watched your episode of First Dates. What? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, so we were like oh, commenting. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, literally on Did your you episode. Actually? Yeah, swear to God. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. No way. So it, it, I was always hoping Fax would do that because I remember they done a first dates episode. And I was like, I mean, come on! I, w- I was kind of cringy. Like I was like, I want to see what people think. Like, like literally, like I want to watch them. Did you actually? That's mad. So I, that'll be like that's one of the first ones I think that'll be out. I can't wait for that. Um. So, but but it was a gorgeous, but it was a really lovely moment when you're because we were like, oh fuck, right? So it, it was really, it was really lovely. Like, do you hear feedback from whether it be your mom or family or friends that like, are you? Like him now As you grow up And become a man Like Yeah I've actually heard that a lot Apparently I am very like him uh, In my aura And also looks I remember I shaved my head there A while back For a video Funnily enough And my dad was Went bald Kind of in his later, later Later life And My parents and sister And everyone was like Fucking hell You're a ringer for him Like so When I hear that I'm like Oh yeah I love hearing that It really is brilliant Like because at least I can make his memory live on because if my mom could look at me and see my dad then look that's a good thing because keeping the memory alive you know what I mean yeah but um, yeah no it's it's just you can't like I know there's a lot of people out there that have worse tragedies than me believe me but if uh, tragedy shouldn't define you do you know what I mean you should you should take tragedy and and you if you let it define you like you know you know unfortunately you just, that's not gonna work you just need to grab grab life by the balls and just go look that's what happened but it's gonna morph me into someone bigger and better you know what I mean so yeah and I want to I want to spin it again in a minute but I just wanted a question for you it was what so the original question was about like what is it that makes you do the things you want to do and you said your dad and like that's a real common thing like as you said that's like a tragedy and that yeah like obviously like there's pain there and hurt mm-hmm. but that seems to be so common among like comedians creative people storytellers whatever you want to look like what is it do you think about the nature of like that pain or that hurt or that hole that like his absence has left in your life yeah. that makes you want to do this well I think as well as obviously my father I do want to do it for myself as well to fulfill my own ambitions but I think if you lose someone in your family I don't think you, I don't think it's necessarily just comedians and just actors and just storytellers as you said any like if you want to be the best financial advisor in the world and you're losing someone is a reason why because you know I just I don't know I think because I I regret the fact that I'm just that he's not here with me on the journey and I can't do it with him and take advice from him so I'm like I'm going to subsidize for him, if him being here by just doing it myself and hope bringing his memory with me rather than unfortunately him being here so I'll bring his memory with me I don't know I don't know I don't know why what it is but it's just it just, it just some gr- something, some gripe, grip. I have some grit, grit about it with mm, me. Mm. It just keeps me motivated. I don't know. Mm. Um, also, it can demotivate you some days, but that's just the way it goes. You've you've good days and you've your bad days. You know what I mean? But uh, we'll keep it later anyway. Yeah, sweet man. Right, let's give it a spin. Please have my number. Okay, number fifteen. Ah, oh, lads. I no, knew you didn't no. have it. Right, number fifteen. Uh, question is: What are your memories of nine eleven? Jesus, uh, not a lot. I was I was only um, four or five, yes. so not a lot. Like, yeah, I don't I don't have any mem- memories from the time whatsoever. That's so interesting because like you're, I'm three years older than you, right? But yeah. like, 
that's so mad because I remember it so clearly and it's so weird that like that memory just doesn't exist for people like no. at certain, somewhere around that gap doesn't between. exist for me at all whoa yeah. so how do you like so when people say it to you like because when I say it I remember like being funny we were talking you're a Liverpool fan I'm a Spurs fan the first yeah. match I ever went to was um was Spurs Liverpool and I remember flying like really soon after 9-11 and being terrified that our plane was going to get hijacked uh, <laughs> and I was going to literally going in to see Spurs play Liverpool and um so like it's very visceral for me like the memory on it so when you when I say 9-11 to you like do you just is your memory of it now like seeing like films come out about it and documentaries and yeah Docu- watching I, mean, I, watch, I watch a lot of documentaries on it because obviously it's a one of the biggest moments in the history of the world like you know what I mean and it shaped the world let's say especially with all the security and airports and stuff like for the better it's a shame that something like that had to happen but it's it's definitely in, it helped security and stuff but yeah no I I've watched videos on it it's, it's absolutely insanity what happened like but mm. unfortunately I just don't have any yeah I have no direct memories of it at all I was only in maybe kindergarten or junior infants as they call it in Ireland like so yeah yeah I don't have any memories of it whatsoever alright so then like because if you were to ask I think most like anyone say probably from like 23 22 even upwards like I'd say you're you're like that first generation to miss it probably yeah like who can't remember anything about it because I think I would have been like first or second class when it happened like so yeah. 8 or 9 or whatever and um, what is the biggest like what's the most impactful like um, event in like mm. history that like would stick out to you I've lived through yeah do you remember do you remember like where you were when you heard the news whether it was like a celebrity dying someone that you admired whether it was oh, like a natural I have, disaster I'd do a top three I'd say one of them is definitely when Michael Jackson died yeah that was huge uh, one was when Trump got elected mm. even though it's only recently but that's that was that was huge it was absolutely huge <laughs> Um, and Jesus what else and Saddam Hussein being being, uh, I mean executed, executed, executed. Yeah. yeah, I remember watching that on the television live. Actually, seeing him executed is a bit mental. They're probably the three biggest. There's probably other ones, but they're the ones that stick. They're the ones that come come straight to mind. So they're probably the ones that are the biggest. Like, yeah, they're all they're all fairly big, you know. Yeah, they're all like it's so funny that like it's like death, death, and Donald Trump. You know what I mean. <laughs> kind of death as well I think it's, you know something as bad as maybe you could say yeah but uh, yeah they're, they're the three, three big boys Michael Jackson was you know and obviously I'm not American or 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 Ira- Iranian mm. so I'd have to be Michael the Michael Jackson one was the one that probably stuck out to me the most because you know he was he was like he's probably the biggest celebrity to die to date in my lifetime the most famous like because he, he was he was very famous yeah and I loved his music like so I was a bit mad when he died and he was obviously very controversial as if as an entity himself and how he died was also controversial so yeah that had to that would have to be number one yeah 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 yeah. very interesting right let's see what it's been right you're gonna have my number okay number 55 <laughs> so close <laughs> number 55 uh, do you consider yourself photogenic <laughs> hell no <laughs> no way no I'm not photogenic see I'm not like there's people that are way less photogenic than me as in not that as in I'll pose for a picture no bother like but I know I'm not necessarily too photogenic but I'll still hop in a picture like there's probably people who are so anti-photos but no I I, I didn't get in the picture but I'm not necessarily a, a Prince Charming around but yeah no I wouldn't say I'm photogenic at all no it's, fu- it's not fu- like you Tom you photogenic bastard you. well okay, I don't know but it's funny though but like you are like it's funny that that's your answer and I completely understand that like and then other 
but you also put yourself on camera so much. That's the thing. Ah, oh, don't, don't don't worry. Facts comments have let me know how unphotogenic I am at times. The bastards. <laughs> but I think it comes like I don't. I just don't care. I go on camera. I I could go on camera with twenty seven spots in my face, and people are commenting. I was like, yeah, whatever. But I'm still having fun. You mm. know what I mean? Um, it is good though. Uh, I definitely like having people comment anonymously on your parents can help you sometimes because you can actually realise like oh fuck this is actually something you need to address or whatever but uh, I'll still happen photos I'll still happen this stuff um, so uh, you know like so I hate doing selfies or I hate doing videos or I hate like Snapchat and I hate like, Snapchat filters are great when you're unphotogenic you know yeah. you can hide behind the filters yeah. but yeah no I'm definitely not photogenic not at all Like, but it's funny though because then like something like because within the videos like obviously am I right in saying that like the Cecil character that you do mm. the Cavan like that's really that's genuinely really really funny Yeah. like do you know what I mean and like a, as in like Cecil as a thing it's like, it's like you kind of go for the fact that he's like this like Ugly, weird old cavern fucker. It's funny that I'm when I'm when I do Cecil, I'm not acting a lot. I tell you that <laughs> I, I don't act a lot. It's very much method acting, you could say. Um, no, that was he's been a he's been a he's been a shining light in the last couple of years. I don't know having having a character you you develop yourself or develop with someone and seeing them blossom into something is is deadly. It's surreal, but it's deadly. Like having something so um, you know, something that people align to you. Some oh my god, that's you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I, if people recognise me these days it's nearly more for Cecil than myself like, do you know what I mean so it's funny and how do you recognise that then when you like because obviously like one of the things that I think is interesting especially with like men because I think it's not talked about as much yeah. is is like reconciling like okay so we talked about like how Cecil the thing everyone knows about Cecil is because he is that like outlandish like yeah. w- w- odd character that's great like something like Pat Short would create you know what I mean one of these weird dudes and then but yeah. how do you like align that with your own self and then your own when it's like okay well now obviously like Cecil's a character you, and you do him for like a couple of hours a day max and then that's it mm. like and then you're like Paddy for the rest of the day and how do you like then align like having like a positive like body image and like uh, feeling positively about yourself within do you know what I mean like how does that um, what I'm trying to say how does that relationship where does it begin and end and like do you struggle <laughs> with that to be fair um, definitely have never thought about it that in depth before yeah <laughs> I just like it's not it's like doing Cecil is not that deep you know it's, it doesn't take a lot anyone can do it you know that sort of way um, like, I, you see that's videos, not true though you, you can do it no one else could do it like well that. as in I mean anyone can do well, maybe not. I don't know. But no, it's very simple. I put on a hat. I put on <laughs> some glasses. I put on... And then I'm, once I put on them two, I am him. Yeah. And once I take them off, I'm myself again. There's no there's no real difficult overlap in there. Like, it's just... I, I, I just... It's fairly it's fairly easily uh, intervened. Like, it's, it's pretty good. Maybe more what I... Maybe what I should have said was, like, doing stuff like, as you said, like, first dates, and then you put in that hashtag first dates, and then you can read, like, hundreds of comments about yourself on the facts videos. Like, um, if you're anything like me, we're all guilty of, like, scrolling oh, yeah. through and seeing, <laughs> what are they saying about me? You know what I mean? Like, because it's just some weird part of our brain, like, that wants to fucking know. Yeah. Like, h- how do you reconcile... It is, it can be. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think the biggest difficulty is on Instagram right because right. I like when you put up Cecil pictures like they tend to do well or whatever but you like you know they're funny pictures but you have to find the balance like because people are following you as Paddy Murphy or whatever but so you have to be careful you can't just whore out the same thing and you want to like if you whore it out too much or use it too much it'll get stale and people will get sick of it so it's finding that balance of, of relevancy and just keeping your you know keeping yourself out there and the character out there yeah it's a fine balance you have to manage it well like mm. otherwise you'll you'll spoil the character you know what i mean yeah 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, excellent. And, and one of the other things we were talking about a minute ago was when you... Because you, obviously Rory's stories are really popular. And yeah. the facts videos are popular probably further afield. Rory's stories are super popular here. Like how... Just That's, to put it yeah. into perspective, how like common is it for you to get stopped and get recognised and people want uh, just a chat or like a selfie or whatever it might be? I'd say... Like if I was out on a mountain in Dublin seven days a week, it'd probably be once a day anyway. Like right, which is pretty mad. Like yeah, um, I still find it in, in, insane if anyone stops me. Like, um, I think the beauty about having facts and Roy stories is Roy stories is a largely Irish audience and facts is a largely American audience. So all that means all of our social well, my social media would be a good mixture. Like mm. I think my dad looked at the demographics. I think like of like twenty percent American followers, thirty percent. So it's good to have a mix. Like. But yeah, no, you, you get stopped uh, uh, often enough. If me and Rory are together, then it's different, different ball game because they recognise Rory, and then you're there as well. It's like, oh, fucking Paddy, do you know what I mean? Like, um, so it's it's fucking pretty cool. Like, I I definitely, it's it's weird. Um, it can like if you're out drinking and you're locked and people recognise you in a nightclub, it can be a bit of a, oh fuck, I'm locked. They're gonna think I'm an idiot. So it's like, oh, please just leave me alone for a second. You don't want to talk to me. But it's enjoyable. And if it's beneficial, as in if it's a woman coming up to you, then it's even better again. You know what I mean? Have you had that much? Yeah, you get that a little bit. Tinder yeah. Tinder's great for that. You get, you, you, oh, you're the guy off facts. Oh, you're the guy off first dates. Oh, you're the guy off Rory stories. I'm like, yes, I am. Coming to my office. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how do you find, like, um, how do you find Tinder? Uh, Tinder's shite enough, isn't it? I kind of use Tinder, Tinder to, to match with people. And then once I match with them, if I were having a good conversation, I'll just get them off it straight away, get them onto Snapchat or something, because Tinder's just kind of to find people, like, yeah. which it's good for that, like, it is good to strike up conversations, and I'm sure there's been a lot of happy people who've met on Tinder. Uh, I've definitely had a few uh, hookups off Tinder, like, um, meeting people for sure, but um, it can be a bit dodgy as well, because, you know, you have to see you have to see if people are genuine or not, like. Um, yeah, it's a weird, like, it's, it's a... It's a weird thing because, because, like, going back to that thing of, like, the photogenic question, like, it's all, like, well, it's not all based on your photo, but let's be real. I mean, you're an advantage, right? Because if you're someone who they recognise, then they kind of know, okay, well, I know he's funny. I know he genuinely yeah. looks like this. Whereas, yeah. like, if you're just meeting somebody you don't know and they have, like, some weird fucking bio and they've got these pictures yeah. that, like, you, you think you're attracted to and then... I've actually had it before where people have thought I was an impersonation account. It's like who would make a profile of me? They'd make they'd probably they'd use Patrick Murphy, Silver Fox Paddy, if they're gonna use any Paddy Murphy. You know what I mean? But I had a girl before, right? A master. She was absolutely gorgeous. I was like, this is unbelievable. I've looked out here, chatted to her back and forth, and she goes out an hour. She goes, I'm not gonna lie to you. I only matched you because I wanted to gloss off wax, and I was like, you bitch. How very dare you? What did she want to know? Like I know she just wanted to know the facts, cost, and then I just don't match her. Then fuck her. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, "How dare you!" Like you got my hopes up, and she just wanted the facts, cost, which is fair enough as well. I suppose. I suppose you know, if I seen someone I I followed or something, I probably would match them anyway, even if I didn't fancy them. You know, but yeah, it, such, such is life, Tom. Have you had a? Have you had any like negative or, or like yourself or Rory? Like, have you had anything where like you be out and like drinks involved or not? And like someone comes up and goes, "You're fucking ages. I hate what you do." Like, and and someone tries to start um, something. I I've had it maybe once or twice a little bit like just people being idiots like nothing aggressive really but just like oh you're a fucking dope I'd be like oh yeah cheers pal uh, Rory would have got it got it once or twice before uh, when he was doing a gig like you have drunk people and then you just give them dogs abuse and you just have to walk away like 
you can't engage with them otherwise like if someone gets a video you doing that mental like then you're fucked like because you know how dangerous social media can be but yeah you get it the odd time but you just have to thankfully there's more a lot more good than there is any bad like so yeah. you just take it with a pinch of salt to be honest with you yeah sweet right let's give it a spin right, this is my number number 33 I hear you're, you're fucking joking me now. it's a fix Paddy it's yeah it is a fix cause, it's because cause you're a Liverpool fan <laughs> um, do you have any unusual fascinations oh, oh Jesus <laughs> actually sexually yeah no if you, if you want <laughs> honestly no honestly no I'm very very straightforward yeah um, fascinations in general no I'm very I'm very much your typical Irish lad in, in most senses like I'm not into anything mental like anything too far-fetched that I, I won't watch like that's very why I've never watched Game of Thrones believe it or not I just think it's too uh, it's too uh, make-believe for me like I can relate to that the dragons and all that shit I'm not I'm not into that shit anything dragons I can't nah. do it's because then, then, then I know it's fake I'm not into I don't, I don't like Star Wars I don't like Star Trek I don't like any of that mad shit or Avengers, I don't like any of that. I don't like Marvel. I don't like any of that. I'm the opposite of mo- those sort of guys. I'm very straightforward. I love watching soccer. I love watching GA. Probably more so soccer. Like I love. I'm just. I love watching Ireland play anything. Like I love oh, watching Breaking Bad, Power, all the mainstream TV shows and mainstream songs. I'm very much mainstream, and I'm not too out there. Like yeah. Um. I'm very much down the middle. Like what's good for everyone else is usually good for me. So yeah, I'm no no weird fascinations. I'm very much normal in that sense. Not that if you're not you're not normal, but you know what I mean. I'm just straight down the middle. Like. Yeah, no, I love that answer. I think it's great. All right, here we go. Number eight. Do you have it? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No worries. Number eight. Question is: um, If you couldn't do what you're doing right now, what career would you pursue? Marketing. As a marketing director or something like that, I'm still I still wouldn't write that off. Like I love to I love to be like an end goal being like a CEO of something. Do you know what I mean? Like I love to I love to be a big head in, in a marketing company or something. Like, I love or I'd love to be a marketing chief at a big company. Like I think I'd be a great asset to them. Like because I kind of know how social media works in that sense. Like so I wouldn't write it off, but that's probably what I'd be doing. Yeah. Um. I can't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That probably that. Like. Yeah. Like I know you said you didn't you so you didn't you purposely didn't choose to go down the college route when you could have obviously. Well, I did. I actually was in college initially. I think I done the same course as you initially in DIT. Oh yeah, the drama course. Yeah. I done, I done it for a year, and I was kind of like, you know what, this is not for me. I could see you hating it. Yeah, I really did. Like I like. Don't get me wrong. There were some nice people there, and. And you've done it. Like, can yeah. you imagine me standing there doing lots of breathing exercises and doing fucking yoga? Do you think I have the patience for that? I do certainly not. Now, some of it was really good and I enjoyed it, but some of the modules, I was like, listen, I'm not going to be able to do this for three years. Yeah. I know I'm not going to be able to do it. So rather than me wasting another six grand for the next two years, I'll just get it out at the first port. Now, part of me wishes I just did stick it out just to have it under the belt. But then again, Fuck it, I'll just keep going with this. What was it? Because, like, I, yeah, I did it and I l- loved bits of it and didn't like bits yeah. of it. So you can talk honestly to me, you will say nothing offensive. Uh, like, what was the word? Like, what was you were just like, I, this I, is bollocks. I wouldn't name names, but there was a certain class with all the breeding and all that shit, and I was like, get the fuck. You think you know who it is? <laughs> Paddy's just making hand gestures <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, that was the one I just couldn't abide by that. Me and my friend were in it as well. Keen McCann, good actor, budden actor. Like, I, and we were doing it, and we were like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, it's just not. It suits certain people. Like, as I said to you, I'm, I'm not the typical. I'm not that typical drama type. 
but the people that are that are were in that course, the people that love watching Star Wars and love watching all, you know, that's those those sort of really eccentric, like fruity people, I would say, mm-hmm. were there. Not that you're fruity. I think you're probably you're probably borderline. You can go each either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the middle. Like. Oh, that's what I mean. I, I can relate to everything you're saying at the same time. Like I, but, but the journey for that course with me was being like, okay, in first year I took all like that really seriously, and then it was like. And and cause it, and it was good because it like you do develop discipline and you do develop you, it does do stuff. But then mm. it was like, oh yeah, but like it's not for me, and I I don't do that now. And I work professionally as an actor like yeah. all the time, and I don't do that. I I definitely take elements of that absolutely. Of course. And it it broke down barriers that needed to be broken down. So like I I don't think it was a waste, but I completely understand how you'd be just like fuck this. And I actually think there's something very brave about that. I think that's like commendable. Yeah, like, I mean, I could have stayed there for three years, but, like, I, I just, like, the, like some of the classes, like, were absolutely brilliant, like, the improv classes and all that stuff, and, and the classes with phonetics and learning, the stuff you need to know, that's good stuff, but I just, I knew I wasn't going to stick it out, I was like, look, I'm not kidding myself here, I just, when the, for me, when the tough gets going, when the tough, when, when the going gets tough, Paddy gets going, right. which you shouldn't, it's probably a bad thing, but... I was like, well, I wasn't into it 100%. I wasn't into it 70%. I wasn't into it 60%. So I was like, fuck it. I do miss elements of it, though. I miss some of the people, I have to say. But, yeah, I don't I don't miss it as a whole. So if you'd done it, would you be in third year now? No, I'd be I'd be uh, nearly done second year. Cool. You see, it's one of them courses. The, the uh, it's one of them courses that the longer you went into it, the more it would have suited you. Do you know that way? Because you do less yeah. and less of that, and you do more yeah, and more like here's the script, go make it work. You know, that's and, what I mean. That's what I heard. That's what people have been telling me, and I'm like, fuck it. But no, but sure look, look, I acted in the moment. Maybe I acted rashly, but sure look, we're here now. No, I can always go back. Yeah, you can. There's, so I mean, that's the great thing about being 21. Yeah, but the thing with what I'm doing now, all the social media stuff, you have to make hay on the sunshine. And do you know what I mean? Just, while strike, social media will not always be as prevalent. Like Facebook is probably arguably dying now. Uh, Instagram is very much the be a, the baby for a lot of people. Like I love Instagram. Instagram is great. You get see just great. I like posting on Instagram. You like the interaction. I like watching people's posts. I like seeing people. I love seeing influencers make money. I love seeing people collaborate with brands because they're making a living. And people might not like that, but I like seeing it. And I'll always like those posts. I'll always show support, you know what I mean? It's just, it's good. That'll always, that won't always be there and be prevalent. You might not always be able to make a few quid off social media. Um, Not that that's the goal or anything, but I can always go back to college. Anyone can go back to college. I can go back to college when I'm 77. I'll probably be dead by then, probably. But, like, I can go back to college anytime. So, look, we'll see what what happens, you know? In terms of, like, talking about if, if Facebook is dying, like, how much... How strategic is what you and Rory do? Yeah, very strategic. We have, we know, we have, like, if you show us, if you show us any video in the world after 10 minutes, what the stats have, I'll know what it'll end up with in 24 hours in a week. Like, I know, I, we know the algorithm, like, yeah. we know, because we've been doing it for so long, you have to, like, and we're not, it's not like a secret formula, like, anyone who uploads videos regularly will know the algorithm and really know the crack, like, um, so after 10 minutes, we know what's good, we know what's bad, we know it'll be a flop and what won't. Anything topical is great. Like, if, if there was a snowstorm tomorrow, we'd, we'd make a video and it'd get half a million views purely because of how topical it is. But at the same video, if you make it today, it'll get 100,000 views. You just don't... It's just... It's all a numbers game. Mm. You have to know... We just know who we're appealing to. Like, we don't... We we don't get us wrong. We, we don't have uh, prof- professors from Trinity and Harvard looking at our videos. You know what I mean? You don't need to be a genius to watch these videos. They're just very much straight down the middle. They're not going to win Oscars, but they're just what the Irish people. We just know, we just know what 
the day the typical average Irish person will laugh at and want to see. So that's what we do and just keep going with it. And does it ever get to a point where you were like, because, like. You you obviously because what's great is you have that as a platform and as you said you have loads of other things as a platform as well. Yeah. Like, does the time ever come where like or has the thought crossed your mind where like does it serve me to be a part of like fact? Does it serve me to be associated with Rory? Like, do I need to just be Paddy? Yeah, it definitely has crossed my mind a lot of the time. Um, you definitely don't want to be pigeonholed being known as the whatever guy. And yeah, and ultimately yeah, I have that a little bit, but I can always break away from it. You know what I mean? Uh. Like I, I I love doing facts. Unfortunately, it died. Like uh, unfortunately, uh, but it didn't die. We will live on. But the name of facts died, and that whole entity died. And it's sad that it did. But again, if that if if you were on facts and that was your only thing, and that's all you were happy with being known as, that's you. Fair play. I know that wouldn't have been for me. I was always happy to have something else there. Like, and it's always about what's the next thing now. So this year, I'm looking for my next thing. I want to break into something big. I want to get something going. You know what I mean? Um. So hopefully, within the, the year, something like it'll happen you just have to keep looking in these avenues and see what the, if you keep knocking on doors they're bound to open at some stage you know what I mean Yeah. but um, the, the beauty of having a big platform on social media like Rory Stories is you can make your own path and numbers talk to people so you know we'll just keep we'll keep forcing it through and hopefully hoping something comes to fruition you know yeah sweet man love it right this is my number <laughs> I really hope so number 11 ah here <laughs> fix Number 11, the question is, do you ever wish you were born as the opposite gender? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No, nah, no, nah, I'm very much happy being, buddy. I have I have the boobs anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> I have the best of both worlds anyway. <laughs> no, I've never I've never actually wished. No. Not unless I was a kid and it was in a pervy way. Yeah. Wishing you had a girl's body for it. I definitely wish I had a girl's body for a day back as a kid. Yeah. So you could like... Touch your boobies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, everyone's done that. I've definitely done that. Uh, yeah, maybe I have then. Maybe I have. Not recently, but back in the day, for sure. What do you make of all, obviously, like, Repeal the Eighth coming up and it's kind of everywhere? And Oh, it really is everywhere, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, people are dead right to canvas for their, whether you're, whatever side you're on, you're dead right to, to push through what you want. Like, yeah. you know, personally, I'm not one that would ever air my political views out, um, be it, like, whatever way you're leaning towards. I just hope Whoever, if you're voting yes or you're voting no, I just hope you get out and fucking vote. Like whatever side you're on, just get out and vote. Cause make your don't presume anything's gonna happen. Just get out and vote. Do you know what I mean? Um, and whatever side wins, wins. I personally, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't really, I don't feel too mad strongly on it. Like, right. I, w- I wouldn't lose sleep for either side because ultimately it's a woman. It's a woman. Let the let the, you know. If I was a woman, it'd be a different story mm. because it's very much controlling me. Mm. So, uh, you know. Yeah, it's that thing of like, because I know what you're saying. It's that thing of like, um, yeah, it's really interesting Like that, ar- that argument comes out that it's like a woman's issue, but it's it's like, it's it's an it's an issue. So I think it's interesting how the, the two different sides look at it because I mean, the yes side would very much be like, well, if it's a woman's issue, then you vote yes and put it in our hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's... You know. It's definitely much. It's definitely there's definitely pros and cons for both sides. Like I'm definitely not strong on either side. Like mm. I wouldn't, I couldn't tell you now what I'm going to vote. To be honest with you, yeah, you know, I want to. I'd love to have a debate with someone from both sides and then make my decision. Yeah, you need to be informed before you make these decisions. Like, and if I wasn't too, I'm not. I probably won't even vote unless I'm too informed. Like, 
Right. You know what I mean, I know yeah. I will vote. I definitely will vote, but I'll, I'll make sure I'm informed on both things. Yeah, I mean, I think that what it, for for me what it comes down to is I just think that like I I I just you know talking about like begrudgery and like the Irish people like there's a lot of shame in our culture and I think like there must be an incredible amount of shame that if you have to go like in secret you know to the yeah. UK and get something and I just think if it was if it was us if it was me and you. There'd be no question about our rights because we're men. You know what I mean? No, it is true. Yeah, no, that that is definitely true. That's what it comes down to. I'm just like, I think there is something like sexist behind it. But I I agree with you, Paddy, because I think there's a lot of people who like. I think I think you're right. Like the most important thing is that you vote in what you believe in and that you like tolerate everyone's views. Because I I do agree. To, I think it 100 should be repealed, and I will absolutely vote yes. But I also yeah. think that like people have to be entitled to vote no because it's a fucking yeah. Democracy. That's what I mean. Yeah, the, the, I, I, if I go, if you go on Twitter, like if you're looking at Twitter and you're looking at, people, it's definitely. It seems like it definitely will be repealed, but that could be. Don't that don't let that be a false dawn, because it seems like everyone else is going to vote. It doesn't matter. Just still get out there and vote. Like, like on the whole, it's a lot of older people that are going to vote no. Majority. I know there'll still be younger people as well, or a lot of you know, you know. But it, it's but let me. Everyone, I would say seventy percent of of peop, Irish people. 65 and up are going to vote no mm. I would say that's probably a fair fair estimate and there's a lot of those and they're going to go out and vote because they have their heads screwed on they know what they want they will go out and vote so all these younger people of I'd say repeals biggest no I wouldn't say from anyone from 18 obviously to to probably to 260 are you know predominantly probably going to be repealers so get out and vote like because you better believe the older generation will get out and vote because they have you know that they will vote like yeah make sure you're registered as well I think today's the last day so make sure you're registered to vote like yeah oh, sorry this won't be released on the day it's the 8th I think the 8th of May so 8th of May just get out and we can register anyway and vote whatever way you feel yeah and whoever wins wins yeah yeah no, I think you're right man Um, right let's give it another spin Got a bit. come on okay here we go number 47 oh my god <laughs> you actually had a good few numbers at this point like statistically you should have got something yeah Um, number 47 Uh, do you believe in an afterlife ah there she is. Um, because I have so many bereavements in my family, I have to believe there's something up there. Mm. Um, if I was ha- if I was thinking in a science sense with my head screwed on, I would say no. I would liken it to if me or you, if you died right now, why are you different to a dog dying out in the street? Like, does a dog go to an afterlife? They're both. They're at the end of the day, they're both people. Things have just died. Like, so. If I'm thinking logically, I would say no. But because I have so many bereavements in my family, I would like to believe there is something up there. For, so we'll find out, like I suppose. But yeah. I really hope there is something because it'd be great if there was because it'd be really depressing if there isn't. Well, I often think about that, like how 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 horrible that is going to be if there is nothing that it's gonna we're gonna the, you know what I mean? It, it's hard to fathom. Like when you die, it's, that's just it. Like there's nothing. There's nothing. It's just over. And you can't even know it's over. It's just over. So that's what's fucking horrible. So that's why live carpe diem, seize the day and live life to the fullest because you never know when it's going to be your time. And I didn't know that about you. That I knew, I didn't know that your dad uh, passed, but I didn't know mm. you had like kind of a disproportionate amount of bere- bereavement in, in your family. Yeah, well, more more than most from my age for sure. Like uh, all my grandparents are dead. My grand, my dad's grandparents were all dead by the time I was born. So was one of my brothers. Uh, obviously, my dad died then, and my, my and then my mom's parents. One of your brothers died as well. Yeah, one of my brothers was died before I was born, actually, which was a mad one. <sighs> he died when he was eight, like so. Mm. He died two years before I was born, but but I feel like 
uh, I've said it on interviews and stuff before like that if he hadn't a died I probably wouldn't have come along I think my parents just kind of wanted another ray of sunshine mm. rather than having the dark cloud like so I think in a way I'm living on my, my younger brother's older brother's memory in a way because I'm, I'm the youngest and he was the youngest so um, yeah but I've had a lot of bereavements so that's why I would like to think there is something yeah so look we'll have to just wait and see I yeah. really hope so uh, we'll please I hope I I pray. Do you pray? See, I, was, I don't actually pray. No, yeah. I, no. Do you know what? I I every night before I go to bed, I bless myself. Every time I go by, by a graveyard or an ambulance, I bless myself or a hearse, I bless myself. So I still have that very Catholic these little Catholic beliefs. I am a Catholic, like, but you know, it's hard. You know, it's I wouldn't be a devout Catholic. I wouldn't be going to church every Sunday, like. But I would, I would, I would be religious in a sense. Yeah, I'd say I'm. I'd say I, I'd be. Maybe fifty percent of of my full Catholic potential. And and what do, what what is it about like you know Catholicism that like gives you comfort or or makes you? I think I'm I'm just Catholic by birth. Like I I don't I didn't I don't you know I'm not I wouldn't have any strong beliefs about it to be honest with you. I wouldn't be able to like, God you know I don't someone who's a Muslim someone who's a Hindu some you know whatever religion no religion is wrong in my eyes. Yeah. I, whatever you feel like. Or whatever you are is fine. There's no discrimination. Do what you do what you need to do. Um, I actually won't lie. I might convert to Islam though because Muhammad Salah, you know, he's he's my hero. Like, and he might he might make me convert. I'm not lying. He's a G- he's just a beautiful man, isn't he? What 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 would you put it on record here? So we have we have it on record. What would you do if Liverpool win the Champions League? Oh my God. Well, I God forbid. For the public place I'm in at the time, because I'm gonna scream the house down and go absolutely apeshit. Like, will you cry? Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely cry, and I'll cry a lot more if we lose the final. Do you remember 2005? Yeah, I remember 2005. I've cried three times as a Liverpool fan. First time was the 07 final loss against AC Milan. Cried my eyes out as a as a ten year old. Um, I cried when when we were three 0 up against Crystal Palace. The year we should have won the league, and we fucked it up, and it was three all. I cried at that, and I cried when Jared retired. <laughs> I'm very emotional when it comes to Liverpool. I really am. Wear my heart, my sleeve, like, um, and I'll def, I'll, I'll cry, I'll cry on Wednesday if we don't go through to the final, and I'll cry if we win the final, and I'll cry if we lose the final. Yeah, I might not actually cry if we win. I'm, I know I probably will. Depends on how many points I've had. <laughs> yeah, which I'll probably have. I've had a few at that stage. I'd say. Are you like? Are you, do you consider yourself like an emotional person? Oh, very much so. Yeah, I'm a little bitch. <laughs> no, I'm I'm very emotional. Like it doesn't take a lot for me to cry. Yeah. Um, but I know when it comes to I I would consider myself one of the biggest Liverpool fans in this country, like in Ireland. Like, honest to God, like I would really wear my heart. I'd, like Liverpool winning and Liverpool losing affects my emotions for the day, if not the next following days. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Up the pill. <laughs> it's amazing how I because I I I relate like I like it. Supporting Spurs really fucking affects me. Like I yeah. really get upset when like the result doesn't go the way he I want. He must be upset a lot a lot of the time. <laughs> but now the last two years you've been alright. Yeah, I mean like that's the thing. Because I'm knocking you, so I'm knocking on the door. Yeah, like for for me, like the last few years have been amazing. Like obviously people are like, well, like they still haven't won something. I'm like, yeah, 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 but hold on. Like we had like Tim Sherwood as our manager a few years ago. That's what like it we were, we were coming like like between like twelfth and eighth for like most of my life. Like this yeah. is amazing. Like I, obviously, I, yeah, I'd love to. I think uh, I think we do need you to like deserve s- it. step up in the next couple of years. But I'll um, be someone in the league before Liverpool do again. Though. Yeah, next year is you know. Yeah, oh, I think for the first time in a lot of years, though, people can genuinely—if we win the Champions League, people would be like, "Well, fuck, maybe next year is our year." And 
Well, look, we'll see. I hope so. I pray to Jesus. I just win the Premier League once, and I can genuinely die a happy man. Yeah, I won't have. Then I won't have any regrets. I can go. To, I can go to sleep happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, right, look, well, look, fingers crossed. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number thirty-nine. Oh, Paddy, it's just it's not your day. I'm gonna get one. I have to get one. Maybe this is a sign you need to go to Islam. Uh, number thirty-nine. <laughs> uh, question is, what is your relationship to social media? Oh well, I mean, a lot of big. I'm married to. I'd say. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I love it. Like what does your ma think or, 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 or your family or whatever Think when like You're out with them And then like people like Are recognising you Like are, do they, are they like What is going on Yeah oh, definitely yeah I remember the first time It happened with my brother actually Because my brother is like He's a I wouldn't say a pessimist But he's probably a realist as well But like he'd always be telling me Oh you can't do this forever Maybe he's right But I remember the first time Someone recognised me When I, I, he was with me And he was like What the fuck That's mental The first time it happened with my mom though Was the sweetest though Because she was like she was really proud or something. I was like, there you go. I like that. Yeah. That's nice. You can have that. It was actually going to a game in Crow Park. Um, and it was kind of like at the start, Rory stories, but it was going well. Like, so uh, GAs is, is a small, it's a huge, it's a big community, but it's, it's small in compared to a lot of other communities. So, you know, if you, if you get a popular few videos there, people to recognize you. So when it happened with my mom for the first time, it was deadly. She was shocked and she loved it. Like, so. Are you close yeah. with your mom and your family? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm very close with my mom. Uh, I'm not maybe as close to my brothers and sister, my brother and sister, because they're both older. Uh, but I am close to them in a brother and sister sense. But I wouldn't be. You know, you can have. You can be best friends with your brothers. Some people can be best friends with their siblings. I wouldn't be best friends with them, like in that sense. But I'm definitely close with them. But I wouldn't be. We wouldn't be going. We wouldn't be always be chatting shy to each other. We. We, we, she's they're a lot older than me you know so there's a big disconnect in that sense um but no we are close like a family but mm. you wouldn't be I wouldn't be really really good friends like yeah what's the age gap between you and your brother so? uh so at uh, 12 years with my brother and 30 maybe uh 14 with my sister yeah that's big isn't it oh, geez, she's gonna kill me she's not that old is she <laughs> something, something like that yeah 13 14 yeah but that is significant yeah like they're just like different big stages gap. yeah big gap but that's just natural look. It is what it is. And and like, do you find it like? Do, is it is it? How is it for you with your mom? And like, you're obviously still in a home. Like, yeah. what would that be like if you were to move out? Because you'd be the last to go, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think uh, I'm. I know. I annoyed the hell out of her a lot of the time. But I think she'd be sad to see me go right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I get. I squeeze another couple of years out of it, like because at the end of the day, you know what? You know what rent prices are like in Dublin, as you probably know yourself. Like, yes. So. I, and I'm only living I only live like yeah, 30 minutes 20 minutes from the city centre of Dublin so I'm happy out where I am for the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. no rent it's great yeah <laughs> living the dream really. free food uh, okay this here. is the one number 53 oh my days oh dear this is mental oh dear uh, number 53 do you have an obsessive personality would that be similar to an addictive personality yeah yeah very much so yeah really? I have a big addictive personality like oh yeah Okay, I should. I will never be able to do heroin because I'd get addicted to it. Like I'm just, I get addicted to things very easily. Like obviously, <laughs> he was a kid, and I'm addicted to food in a sense. Like so, um, and I'm addicted to social media. Like uh, a lot of us are. I'm addicted to social media. Obviously, I get good out of it as well. But yeah, definitely do have an addictive personality. Like, uh, like that's why I've never actually done any drugs. Well, mad drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I haven't. So, because if I did and I liked it and I got addicted, I would get hooked on it. Like, yeah. just the way it goes. Like, sure, that's what drugs are. That's what they do to you. But I'd get, I'd, I'd go mad on them. Like, yeah, 
because if it's like it's good I'm like oh yeah this is deadly so I've le- thankfully I've identified I have one I have a personality so I can I can I can iron these things out before they get mental like but uh, yeah f- probably my biggest crime is probably with food like yeah, f- Oh God, I could I could see through a tube of Pringles like nobody's business in the space of twenty minutes. Like, yeah, not a bother. Like, I feel you, man. You see, I I was num. as a kid. I yeah, was. You told me you were a little fat. I was a little bum. fat boy. Yeah. So like, I I, I I skinny fucker now. No, well, you see, I but I still but I still I I have that exact same personality type. I would say I would say yeah. really similar in that way. So like, I I totally. I totally fucking get it. I mean, the what? little fat man inside you screaming for a donut every now and then. Oh, you have yeah. to go, no, no. Oh, I really do. Like, and, and, and I also have to give into that sometimes and oh, then be yeah. like, okay, like last week I, I kind of went uh, on, like I just went away in, in the country and I just uh, I just had a, a fat week. I was like, I don't care. I still went and did my <laughs> bit of exercise, but I don't care. I'm just kind of writing this yeah. week off. And now I'm kind of like, now I'm ready to be like, no, now be like a disciplined human being again. Do you know what? That's a, it's funny you say that. I've only started to realize how important discipline is hearing the word discipline is so important like so now if i'm if i'm out and about and i'm i have to keep eating healthy like what i do I, but if i'm tempted to eat and bad i'll just say the word discipline over and over for a couple of seconds and then that stops me like you just need to have you know this little bit of the discipline like the discipline is so important because it's so easy for you to be like oh yeah go on you can have it you'd be grand oh nothing be grand yeah that's such a typical thing ah oh, be grand no it won't be grand you're better off without it than with it yeah, I know. You, the moment you have of eating it is great and all, but ultimately, like you're gonna have to work it off eventually. What is it for you? Because, like, I mean, well, I, I when I, I think I, when I was younger, it used to be like like sweets and stuff. But now, like, if I'm gonna like binge and something, like I'm probably getting like a takeaway that's way too big. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, ah, like uh, takeaway is a big one. Ah, uh, see, that's I see. I love me pints. Yeah. the next as much as the next man. Yeah, but that's the horrible thing about having pints. There's always a takeaway beside the pub, and you're always drunk, and you're always gonna want something. Takeaway can be a killer. Junk food is just—it's so easy to to go on a binge junk food. Like, like I, I came in drunk the other night, and I, after a couple of weeks of eating really well, I came home, and in the space of ten minutes, I had—I ate like three multi-pack bags of of Walkers, two chocolate bars, and a toasty like, and and a pint of water or something like that. So it's so easy. You just get in—I turn into a fucking psycho. I'm like, I turn into food man. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. want food. Num 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 num, and then after the, after you come out of that, you're like, oh my god, I'm a pig. It's well, you're, you're in the moment, like yeah. Very much. I mean, it's it it, it, it it like people who are overweight, they're addicted to food, like someone is addicted to cocaine or addicted to heroin or whatever. It's the same part of your brain that has the addiction. You need to feed that addiction, like. Mm. And who doesn't love packed crisps? What's your point of choice? Ooh, uh, definitely Heineken. Yeah, Heineken is solid. You can't go wrong. With Heineken. I like. I, I I like I like trying out different beers though I like being adventurous, um, but uh, Heineken definitely. You're not a Guinness man. Um, I have to be in the right frame of mind because you have you know the Guinness shits you know yourself like, <laughs> like you it's know, a thing yeah. Oh man, they stink and the farts out of you, but they're lovely. I love pint of Guinness. You have to get it has to be a good one though. But I have to be in the right frame of mind. I would be a mad Guinness man. I'm definitely more of a lager man. Yeah. But uh, if I'm if I'm just chilling out in the pub having a couple, I'll have a, have a few Guinness like if I'm ready for the. The toilet the next day. <laughs> I love that. Right. Okay, we have time for one more, so let's try get you a number. All right. Okay. Please God now. Number forty-two. Oh my days. Oh, you whitewashed. No. I'm so sorry. Way. I am. Do one. Uh, this, this we'll do forty-three, but just do one more to see if it would have been that one. Okay. Okay. So it was number forty-two. Um, thus far in your career, Jeez. what's your biggest career disappointment? Oh 
career is such a funny word for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ek, oh, I don't know. Biggest disappointment. Like a thing you thought was going to happen or like... Oh, right. Um, or a hope you had that just kind of never worked out or I don't know. Like for me, it was having this show I was really excited about and then it got cancelled at, at the last minute, you know, yeah. I was going to go on a big tour and it got cancelled. I was like, fuck, like that, I'll never forget that feeling like when we heard that news. Have you had anything like that? I mean, I think there was, um, there was talk of having it getting a TV show or, or me getting a part on a TV show or, or, or something like that. Uh, that was meant to happen and it just never came to fruition it was always kind of up in the air so that was probably one of my biggest disappointments but there's still time to rectify that you know what I mean um, but mm. that probably is one a, a show on, on RT like or a part I was, me- I was meant to get like and it just never happened mm. but as yeah they're like little carrot like the good things that happen in a career they're like they're like when you feed a horse a carrot right like you <laughs> give the horse a little carrot and they get the taste for it and then they, they, each time they want the bigger the carrot but sometimes when it's a negative thing, it's like God or the man above or someone dangling over you saying, okay, you're not going to get it easy all the time, Paddy, or you're not. This is one of those where you have to take it on the chin. If you can't deal with this, this is going to test your resolve. So if you can't deal with this, we'll see. But yeah, that I, I, it, negatives are nearly good because it motivates you again to just get back to that stage and, and wreck the, uh, uh, right the wrongs. Yeah. So um, yeah. Few disappointments, but thankfully a lot more positives. Yeah, sweet man. Okay, let's give you. You're just you're dictating the game, and we're giving one last spin just for Please. you. Please. Okay, here we go. If it's not this, I'll cry. <laughs> okay. Number fourteen. Oh, here. <laughs> what a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get one. Has anyone ever got all six of them? No, someone's got five. Oh, no, yeah. no one's got all six. Yeah, there's sixty balls. Like in fairness, like. I mean, hey. Okay, well, it's a good one to end on. Actually, uh, number fourteen. Do you remember your first kiss? <laughs> You asked for it, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's so typical. Um, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, it was in um primary school. Primary was, school. Yeah. Early. But it was late in primary school. Yeah. It was I, late. I didn't think it was sixth class actually. Now that you say it. Yeah, I was, I was, I was sixth class. I remember it. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't memorable, but I remember it. Where was it? It was like in the yard, and everyone was like, "Yeah, kiss, kiss, kiss," oh, gathering kiss. around you like in yeah. one of those. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, you're already like... I perform under pressure, don't worry. That's it, yeah. Yeah, I, I perform under pressure. Nah, but it was good. It was, I mean, it was good for a first kiss, but it, it wouldn't, now it wouldn't be memorable. If you'd done it now, you'd be slapped. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Uh, it was decent, it was decent. You're good under pressure, but not good at personality bingo, but hey, we had a lovely chat. We have indeed, thank um, you very much. Paddy Murphy, thanks for doing it. Will you do me a favour, will you tell everyone where no. they can find you? <laughs> yeah, not after that. <laughs> uh, tell everyone they can find you on social media, any bits and bobs you have coming up, plug all the things. Yeah, I just uh, find me on Instagram, uh, at Paddy Murphy with two no shit no it's Paddy Murphy 97 scratch that at Paddy Murphy 97 that's it and yeah stay tuned for all, all, all the big news sweet Paddy Murphy thanks for playing personality bingo no problem Tom thanks for having me So guys, that was a brilliant Paddy Murphy playing Personality Bingo with Tom Moore. And Paddy, a massive thank you to you for taking the time to do it, mate. It was a lovely, lovely chat. Um, really, like, wide-spanning in what we uh, chatted about. And, um, yeah, it, it was really gorgeous. So thank you, mate. Uh, and as always, guys, thank you for listening. As I said earlier, uh, if you want to do uh, any of the things, whether that be tell a mate, uh, post it online, whatever it might look like, um, subscribe to us, as always, on iTunes. That really helps. Uh, and any ratings, comments, reviews that you can leave, it all just is in the right direction, guys. The more this is out in the zeitgeist, Yes, I did just use the word zeitgeist, uh, the better for us, um, and hopefully the better for you, because um, 
the more people that listen and um, the more expansive I suppose our range in terms of pulling guests is etc uh, etc et uh, but more importantly a few thank yous um, as always a massive thank you to the wonderful Erin Lindsay Erin's uh, been such a rock star since she's come on board um, and she's helping out with guests helping out with all the editing and stuff it's just really deadly to have such a great collaborator so Erin thank you so much for all you do especially the mid-editing, mixing editing and producing of personality bingo you are the boss woman uh, also a huge thank you to Liam Moore and Anthony Manley for their deadly theme music that you hear every single week and also to the wonderful Connor Nolan whose deadly artwork you see every single week and as always a massive thank you to Alan and Paddy at Headstuff for having us on board and as well to all the social media teams all the people who are doing brilliant work on such a consistent basis Uh, it's such a great place to be and I really appreciate being there guys please tune back in next week we're going to have another deadly episode of Personality Bingo with Tom Moran